comes. Kyanos, flesh comes. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain. Kyanos! Hallelujah. Some years ago, I was just a worker when I came to Enugu. We are the contingent that came from uh, the UNN church. But it so happened that after some seasons, if I, I became so faithful that you might not even distinguish whether I'm in UNN church or whether I'm in town church. Because I'm always there. In fact, my friends were Mommy Mere and the other mommy because that during strikes I don't know my house. My cousins living abroad said they gave me wife at Osaka. That was how much I followed. For two years I didn't know my house. For two years. It reached a point that Shekina Assembly was synonymous to my name. As far as that campus, especially Franco area. And after some seasons, the Holy Ghost began to break out from our life. Those days we have because I was just a whole fellowship coordinator, not even the whole coordinator, just an Ijoko. The first day they called me, I knelt down. I told God that, you know, I don't want this thing. But if it's true, you are the one. I asked you to send 14 people today. Meanwhile, we have never been more than six. We reached 13, it was remaining one. I said, that means I won't continue. Thank God. We are about rounding up to share grace. Somebody came in from night class and, and rushed in and joined us. That's when I knew that God set me up. Now, my target was not to be a pastor. My target is that there is an assignment handed to me. Let me deliver. It so happens that you can't deliver without doing some things. And that is what God got me doing. By the time I realized myself, I was neck deep in the matter. I couldn't recover. Now we have gone too far. Hey, Jesus. May God take you to the place where you won't recover. Amen. My brother said that there is a temptation to backslide. There is a place. What will you do if you go back? What, what am I going to do now? I'm a wasted man. That is the principle of the living sacrifice. It is such. That even though it's a sacrifice, eh? but he's living. Sacrifices are supposed to be dead. But it's a living sacrifice. Such a man has no will and purpose that is his. His days has been gathered up into God's agenda. So that anytime you see him appear, all he desires, all he intends, his day-to-day life, is to do the will of him that sent him. I pray that the Holy Ghost will find a few amongst us. He found 12. And the 12 multiplied. To 120. Very soon there was a testimony that was given about them. They said that they turned the city upside down. And I was searching to see if they said these are men and women. That's when I found out. That when the Holy Ghost comes. Gender is a material. 
You have heard of that mighty apostle called Apollos. Do you know who discipled him? It was Aquila and Priscilla. They saw the man speaking. They said, Kai, we like your zeal, but come, let us ground you on the things of the kingdom. The way you are going, the zeal and fire that you have, you are not grounded in truth. You can use your giftings and, and talents to empower darkness. So let's ground you in truth. So that we bring more profit to the kingdom. Those women brought that mighty man and discipled him. He was such a giant that even Paul compared himself to the man. What type of giant is he? I planted and Apollos watered. That was such a man. Let's be seated. There is a fire burning in my heart. Hi. Jesus. We finished a long meeting and I wanted to sleep. The Holy Ghost woke me up. I prayed, 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 prayed. Wanted to sleep. He now woke me up. And for the past three days. I know some of you don't believe these things. But the reason why we have to say it is that your faith be strengthened. Give me strength, my friend. Is that your faith be strengthened. There are things that you hear about. Then your faith will be strengthened. You may now know that some of the things you trust God to manifest in your life. Many of them are already realities that people live day to day. Eh? If it is not true, then there are certain things that God will not do in our time. Before begins to do things, He will raise what we call witnesses. Are you with me? Without witnesses, there are certain things that can happen. Then He will do some things without those witnesses. He will be damned unjust. Are you with me? Are you with me? Are you sure? Now, it is when those witnesses rise to begin to do the things that you previously think is impossible, considering the circumstances that is around. Eh? You have considered it impossible until you see somebody that is, by comparison, lesser than you in the advantages that were afforded to him or her. Begin to do that thing and master it. Then you will know that even you is without excuse. There are many things God will not bring upon the face of the earth except large quota of witnesses begin to arise in our territory. Then even the judgment that we seek and the outpouring that we seek will begin to come down. Because these men have lived according to God's template irrespective of the circumstances that has presented themselves in the time and the decisions that we have found ourselves. Yet they lived in a certain way. Elijah said, I only am the one that remains. God said, I have 7,000. Don't be deceived, I have 7,000. And these men are living irrespective of the fact that there is, there, there, is, there is a principality that rose in the time. And that principality had an agenda. It was powered by strange spirit from hell. Such that anybody that says that he is a prophet of God will be slaughtered. People are seeing Jezebel, but they are, he, he is, she, she is a custodian of spiritual things. As long as she appears, certain things will become possible in our realm. One of it is that the mighty man Elijah will disappear. He will run. Even Elijah, the cold and fire, 
we, we need to do some check. Elijah! Let the one who is called let him call down fire. Elijah said, Oh God, answer me. Answer me by fire. Answer me by fire. And fire fell from heaven. After those moments, Jezebel appeared. You need to know what we are talking about. These are seasons where miracles, signs and wonders, calling down fire, does not succor the challenge that people are passing through. Eh? The church was struck down and we are labeled and counted among the non-essentials. That is an indictment on the destiny of the church. Because such is the plan of God that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be lifted above all man and every other shall flow to it. But you have been counted as non-essential. It is an indictment on the Holy Ghost you carry. Now, I don't blame them. They are correct. They are correct because we have not been able to tap into that resource. You don't know who you carry. It is by that same personality that Jesus ran all the ministry he did upon the face of the earth. It is that same personality that raised him from the dead. And the scripture was talking in the book of Ephesians. Eh? Referencing that resurrection. And he said that it was then that God expended the highest amount of his power. When he raised Christ from the dead. God has never spent power like the one he spent when Jesus was raised from the dead. That is why if scripture wants to attest to a situation that is impossible. He begins to reference resurrection. Because anything that you bring across res- resurrection has the capacity to succor anything. That is the resurrection power is superior to any challenge. Anything. The resurrection power. The scripture said, if that same spirit. What are you doing with the same spirit? Don't you have the Holy Ghost? What are you doing with the Holy Ghost? What? Because, you see. We, we have the Holy Spirit and we have ministry gifts, teachers, pastors like Pastor Tim. All kinds of things you have. You have resources. You have revelations. You have books. You have books from Kenehagen. You have from EWK. What's my knee? Everybody. I suppose that an access to these books and teachings. There are people you touch. They will tell you they have listened to everything Kenehagen had. Everything Pastor Chris or Yakilome had. Everything yet. In the next 20 years, they are not sure of measuring up to those men. What is measuring up to them? Measuring up to one tenth of the things they touched. Eh? And that has been the challenge with the church. What we have is champions, stars. When you touch a few things in God, believe it or not, pastor will ordain you pastor. The reason is because it's not common amongst us. When you get to the days of the apostles, they don't know all these things you are, they, they don't know. They are so the same in manifestation and the authority rank that they carry in the spirit that it will take God to say separate these ones. Because if God doesn't say separate this one, there is no way we can distinguish between them. Such that a man was serving table. They are not with me. There are two men serving table. They were carrying territory anointing. And they are serving table. So there is no way you can know those men except the Holy Ghost. Say what? Separate them. 
they have been doing business. As pastor is praying six hours, you are you are chopping your own six hours. What are you doing with the Holy Spirit? There is a, there is a purpose in the heart of God when He sent forth His Spirit into you, and until that purpose is accomplished, then that facility, that investment of God, which is the highest that He has ever made will be an, an investment that is wasted until you take advantage. Eh? In the taking of, of, of that advantage is, is God fulfilling his purpose. I want to speak this morning on what I titled the mandate of the Holy Ghost. Acts chapter 2 verse 34. I didn't even know that today is Pentecost. <laughs> the mandate of the Holy Ghost. Let our hearts be gathered into your wisdom, Lord. Let your light come upon our heart. Let our hearts burn and let our eyes see. From the experience that he, they have. Mommy, I don't know what you are doing. Probably that thing, you have become an expert in it. And there are experiences that you have gathered such that if you see somebody that your expertise can lend counsel to, you are in the position to do that. Am I right? So, these are the friends of Job. In fact, they were counted as one of the wisest in the East as of that time. In fact, there was a time Job was referencing his former state. And he said that there were days where my feet was washed with butter. I sat with the kings and princes at the gate. Eh? It, you, know what, you know what is the gate? It's the place where authority is. That is where men contend and their voice is being heard. The person that is the strongest is the one that sits on top at the gate. It's the place of authority. That's where Job sat. Until circumstances crippled him. And he came to a point where he cannot recognize his former self. Huh? So his, his friends began to analyze his circumstance. And one said, You can't be passing this thing you are passing except his sin. His sin in your life that is making you pass through this. Are you with me? Some, some of you, they have told you his sin is because you have not prayed. You are, you are no more praying the way you are praying. I don't want to go there. What will you even do to deserve anything in this kingdom? 
what you don't have is what you have not entered into the revelation that brings the reality if you say you are having challenge praying god knows now <laughs> he, he knows i'm yet to see a man that really prayed that prayed by himself i have been in this prayer business for long and concerning prayer there is a throne that we sit on if you believe whether you believe it or not that's not my business my business is to tell you a fact and i'm still telling you that even if i prayed five minutes ago and i want to pray again now i have to ask the holy spirit to help me huh? that help is something you cannot do without the it is not about the fact that you can pray in tongues or you know how to string things together Satan will even want you to do it for long so that you'll be ensnared in the fact that you can achieve anything by trying to engage prayer. So, the first few moments that we begin to pray, our target is to achieve alignment such that help will trickle down because it's a spontaneous ministry. Are you with me? It is not even about the fact that you said help come. You can say it, but there is a hard posture that you take. Once you take that hard posture, when you, are, you start praying, somebody asks me, we go what? We say that, ah, I might start in the flesh, but I will end in the spirit. Are you with me now? So the friends came and they, they were offering advice. One said, it's because you sin. One said, it's because you didn't do this. They, they were listing many things. And then Job heard all those things. Ah! He felt that there is no reason why this should happen to him. Pastor, this is a man that doesn't just offer sacrifices for himself. He offers for his family. So according to the righteousness that is of men, he is upright. The scripture spoke about it. So there is no, no blemish on his character. There is no blemish in the ways his lifestyle. There is no point that you can point on Job and say, hey, this is why this happened. So these elderly men and wise men with experience began to analyze the things that is happening in the life of a person. And they were not able to get to the root of the matter. Ah. Elders, they sat. But there was a young man that was beside them. His name was Elihu. Now, this man, you know, when you see elders, there is, there is one of my friends from, he's a thief man, he went to marry. So when they are doing transaction for the marriage, they ask question, they wanted to put man, they say, Chaka, shut up. People are talking, even you, you are talking. Your own is to carry woman and be sleeping with woman. You don't have any business talking here. Fear is for elders. The guy said he felt ashamed. But you need to know that there are seats meant for elders. So the young man came and sat. He didn't want to interrupt the discussions of the elders. Let them provide solution. But after some season, the man said, I have seen from what I'm seeing here that experience cannot bring solution to this. Expertise cannot solve what we are having. Have you ever, want, have you ever looked at this nation called Nigeria? If expertise we do it, do you know how many professors we have? If you check well, you will find out that Nigeria is one of the best in policy formulation. It is not about policy formulation. Who will now do it now? Who will build the cart? Many people that know what should be done. And few people that have the capacity to do it. If a man comes to that point where he is able to do one of those policies, 
then it will become a star. Because the truth is that in the days and in the climate that we live in, there is gross darkness. Any flicker of light will attract attention. Elihu came and looked at him and said, ah, I have given old age time to speak and experience. Opportunity to express the capacity he carries as a result of his journey upon the face of the earth. And I found out that it's not about gray hairs. That there is a spirit in man. And the inspiration of the Most High giveth him understanding. So he is trying to take the matter. He took the matter somewhere. Are you with me? So when you are able, you try to trace her. Why are these things happening? And you cannot answer it. You need to take the matter somewhere. That place is called the source. That place is called the studio. That is where matters are being decided. It so happened that his case came up in the courts of heaven. And he had no representation. And they sat, they sat upon his matter. And nobody was there to speak for him. And when the matter was decided, they said, Ah, Satan, you can trouble him for some days. Why? Your matter was spoken in the courts of heaven. And you are not there and you have no representation. Woe unto a man that his case is decided in a court. And he had nobody to speak for him. Thank God for the new covenant we have in Christ Jesus. That man Jesus is our mediator. He stands before us in the courts of heaven. And there are many things that Satan brings. And he will say it is for the, I'm not saying this man is not wrong. But it is for this reason I shed my blood. It's it's because he will be wrong. That's why I shed my blood. I know he will be wrong. I know he will fall and and get up. He will fall again. He will say I will pray for 21 days. And after 2 days he will stop. He will say I will fast for 7 days. After 2 days he will eat. He will eat eat swallow in the morning. I know. I know that day will come. And that's why I died. And and I made some, some things available. I made some facilities available. That is why I paid the price so that grace will be available. Any man that makes attempt to tap into that facility will begin to walk upon the face of the earth as if he's no human. The powers that we manifest in your in your vessel, people will know that nobody can touch this except God helped me. We are men helped by God. There is none that is strong in himself. And these are things that God knew. So that man is inexcusable. The facility that you need to take advantage, to deliver on your mandate has been provided for. Are you with me? So the onus is on you to deliver. And find out how best to tap into those graces. How best to interact with those infrastructures. How best to take advantage of the things that God has made available. Average believer doesn't know who the Holy Ghost is and who is carrying. It is not by it is not by those revelations you people are sharing. No, no. That there, there is a proof of interacting with truth. What is the proof that you interacted with truth? The proof that you interacted with, with truth is that there will be witnesses. Are you with me? There will be testimonies. To prove that you what? Interacted with truth. Because the word truth according to Jesus. 
is reality. Say reality. The opposite of reality is vanity. Follow me now. So the, the, the proof that you interacted with truth is that there will be certain realities that we find in your life beyond the revelation. We will now find the underlining facilities that powered what we are now seeing. Are you with me now? So let me give you an example. Let me because I, oh. for example, somebody will lay hands on you and you fall under power. Have you ever managed to find out what, what is the reality back in that? Because what you see is a manifestation, but behind the manifestation is a reality backing it. Are you with me now? So the proof that anything happened in the context of the kingdom is that there is a witness and testimony born on the account of that which we saw. Are you with me? So if there is no witness to what you are doing, you are not interacting with truth. Because truth is only in the context of realities. Anything you touch without touching the reality thereof, you have not yet touched truth. I don't want to go far. That is why the Holy Ghost is called the Spirit of Truth. It means that all He has is the capacity to minister realities. If at all you touch the Holy Ghost, engage any dimensions in Him, what He ministers to you is the realities thereof. It is you that will come out and say His word of knowledge. What the Holy Ghost ministers to you is reality. Are you with me? It is you that will come out and say, I is a is anointing, I is a healing anointing. <laughs> The Holy Ghost doesn't know it as healing anointing. He knows it as what? Reality. That's what he ministers. It is when the Holy Spirit walks inside you and ministers no reality, you are granted capacity to speak what you experience. Ah! Jesus said that I will send to you the spirit of truth. Eh? It is expedient that my ministry be post. Do you want to be where Jesus is now? you want to be one of those apostles you taught? Is it not true? Hmm. Is it not true? Is it not true? Eat fish and walk on water. Hmm. But do you know, the ministry of Jesus is limited when he was a man walking upon the face of the earth. Such that he came to a point. He said, I have many things to tell you, but he cannot be a devil. And on that account, I'm sending to you a, a different minister. And his ministration is of a different kind. He is the spirit of truth. Are you with me? Meanwhile, if I'm trying to communicate to you through works, through science, through teachings. But when the spirit of truth comes, he ministers to you via realities. Huh? Instead of just telling you, go and heal the sick, he will, he will minister to you the reality of the healing anointing. Huh? You notice that when you see sick people, your hand will start shaking. When you now touch the person, he is healed. You will now say, ah, he is healing anointing. You say it's the Holy Ghost that no, he just ministered the reality of healing to you. And because you now interacted with it, the proof that you interacted with that reality is what? Mm-hmm. Are you with me? Did I get you? Help me, Holy Spirit. I, my time has finished. <laughs> Acts chapter 2, verse 34. Let's see what we can do. If you are there, say amen. If you are not there, say wait for us. Don't lie in church. Are you sure you are there? Amen. 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 Amen.
Verse 34 said, It is a little, I will fly away. My God, my, my, my wings. My wings. You don't know a believer has wings. Ah, even in the. <laughs> Let me know. Oh. For they that wait upon the Lord. They will mount up with wings. Like the eagles. He said, like the eagles. Not eagles' own, your own. But it's like the eagles. How many times have you stretched your wings, sister? Ah! Sometimes stretch it. Let the sun beat upon it. If, do you want to climb to places where it is not possible for mortals to enter? Then you need a carriage system. You need to engage your wings. A few times. A few times. Eh? And after some season, mount more pressure on the wing. Because it can go further than you think. Your wings. Oh, it can carry you. It can carry you. We are men born. We can't do the journey on our own. There are transport systems that God has made available. Verse 34 said, For David is not ascended into heavens. Ah. I think we need to do a background study on this for us to understand. Because this statement started in the Middle East. Is it not true? For David is not ascended. Are you with me? He started in the Middle So for us to understand the context, we might have to go a few verses before and see that something broke out at Jerusalem. And when the thing broke out, normal men that we knew, suddenly they started dancing in the street. They were drunk. (laughs) Strange behaviors that we have never seen before. People began to ask questions. In fact, People took it upon him, upon themselves to begin to give interpretation to what is happening. I want to tell you, are you with me? There are certain things that will happen in your life. Hmm? It will take the Holy Ghost to interpret it. Any other way you interpret it, you will, you will enter into error. And you will not know that the thing you think is hardship is a training. It is God molding you to be able to fit into a mood to deliver on a mandate. There are things you cannot do except you pass through the process. When you talk to people after them, you are not talking by intellectual capacity. You are talking as a man that has been there. You have been there. The Holy Spirit fell. And the people that were there at Jerusalem, they began to interpret it. One of the things wrong worst things that has happened in the body of Christ is that we have allowed unbelievers to interpret what God is doing in our life. So God is cooking you and they, they, they told you you are wasting your life. Yeah. They don't understand what is happening. Like my friend was praying from morning to night and was crying in his room. The father knocked and said, Why are you crying? Eh? Tell me the problem. Let me solve it for you. The father is a millionaire. Why will my son be crying? And I have money. I can't solve it. Are you crazy? Is it What is it? Let me solve it. The father made an attempt to interpret a movement in the inner man. It will take discernment. Huh? It will take discernment for you to come into the economy of the movements of the spirit in the inner man. Are you with me? It, your power is in the inner man. Oh. That's where the Holy Spirit is. The power of the believer is not outside, it's inside. So it's when you take advantage of that That you begin to manifest Outside is manifestation Inside is where it is cooked That is 
how it works. Are you with me now? So there are movements. If you don't know how to trace and understand those movements that is happening, you will be a weak Christian. Because there is no way God will to agenda to do anything without moving on your inside. Sometimes if I pick up the mic to preach, it seems as if God inside me will, will stand up. Hi! He will stand up. Sometimes he will roar like a lion. Sometimes he will come like a lamb. But for you to partner, you need to know what is happening in the inner man. Design the movements in the inner man. That is a powerful believer. He will know when to stand, when to run, when to retreat. That is a powerful person. They tried interpreting what was happening there and they failed. They failed because they lacked the capacity. There is a personality that brings interpretation. These are spiritual things. And you know what the Bible says in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2? He said that the natural man cannot. The key word is cannot. They try you. They cannot. The natural man cannot. So they looked at men that were drunk with the Holy Ghost. The greatest personality that is in this universe entered the space. And men, the only thing they can use to interpret what was happening is that they said that they are drunk. It's a mockery. Don't you know? The man stood up and said, ah, no, no. So, so when that thing happened, the Holy Spirit had to begin a new ministry. We have not seen that ministry before. Maybe in the life of Jesus. That ministry is called the ministry of the interpreter. There are many people that will miss their way in God if there is no interpreter amongst them. These are men that is endued with grace to interpret your work with God so that you will know where you are in the path of spiritual progress. Are you with me? Holy Spirit, help me. This is a path. The scripture says that there is a path which no power know it. The vulture's eyes have not seen it. The lion's web have not trodden upon it. Where is that path? Huh? It's an ancient path, but it's in the spirit. You need to be guided. Are you with me? That is why the scripture says that when he, the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into those truths. So one of the things that happen is that he grants men the capacity to interpret that work. Are you with me now? So when that thing came from heaven, there need to be a man to begin to interpret the seasons. What seasons have this nation entered into? This church, what, what is the season? So that you will now know how to align yourself to the move of God. See, it is not by doing many things. It is by alignment. Huh? The scripture says that obedience is superior to sacrifice. In fact, compared to sacrifice, compared to obedience, sacrifice is not. It took me long to find out that it's not so much about the prayer and fast. And you need to know I fast and pray. Do you know? I think I fast more than everybody. I don't know about fast, but I fast a lot. For the past since 2013, eh? should I say this Holy Spirit? Anyway, I've said it before. So for since 2013, I fast a minimum of 250 days per year, at least the last year. And of course, some years I fast 320, 330. Somebody is looking at. Is the Holy Ghost? So it's not me. The reason why I'm telling you this is so that you find out. 
the things the Holy Spirit can help you and do if you yield to Him. The day the Holy Spirit left for a small season, I tried to fast in the flesh. Six to six was, was Wahala. I was fainting. I said, am I not the fasting machine? <laughs> Is it prayer? Oh. The chambers of my soul. Eh? You heard that Satan was constructed with tablets. And that pray, my own was constructed with prayer. So that when I raise my voice. Eh? That thing that triggers the response in the heart of the father. God has brought us to that place. That is a privileged place. But I, I, if I deny it, then I'm lying now. Yes. It is on that basis that God now instructed us to bring men into those experiences that He has brought us. Eh? It, it behoved. God decided to make us first fruits. We suffered so that others will enter easily. Are you with me now? Meanwhile. Meanwhile. In spite of all this. And I need to tell you that I study Bible a lot. You know, people will see me and they say it's prayer, prayer. Should I tell you the truth? You have read it. I study more than I pray. And I pray sometimes 20 hours. How long have you prayed the most? You probably clap for yourself that day. You need a, a exposure. So that you see what people you are 5 years older than they have been doing. There is a young man I know. I, I won't say. The young man has been praying for more than 10, 12 hours for the last 3, 4 years. Now You can see him and say, we are mates. Where are you mates? How? How are you mates now? From where to where? It's just like see me now. Maybe somebody that we went to UNN together, you will now say we are mates. Are we mates? Or somebody that him and Pastor Chris is age mate, he say you are mates. Are you mates? Or you see Dangote and you say you are mate. Are you mate? <laughs> you are not mate, my friend. It's Pastor Chris that said when he was in campus, he said that he's ten years ahead of his classmates. He came back and apologized. And and said that he actually downplayed the impact of the Holy Ghost in his life. He should have given it twenty years. It's true now. Are you not seeing it? What he is in life, I'm not talking about in God, in ministry. What he is in life. Eh? There are many people that nobody in their whole town, in your village, nobody in your town, in your local government. Can even call some states. Yes, now. There are some states, if you go up north, or if you go, I don't want to call that place. Nobody has been that in life. I'm not saying in ministry. Then in ministry, he's a giant. He's a system. But after those things, I now found out that in as much as you sacrifice, obedience is what grants power to your sacrifice. Huh? Your sacrifices you have made is as strong as your obedience. Obedience quotient. So, sometimes you have been praying and fasting for something for three years and you have not seen the result. Check, check whether you have obeyed the instruction. The last time God spoke to you is the last time you obeyed. So, people are not willing to obey God. Why do you think He will continue talking? Do you think God is a talkative? That's what many believers think God is a talkative. 
he's not a talkative. He speaks so that you obey. In fact, he, sometimes he speaks not so you understand. He speaks first of all so that you what obey. In fact, most times it's on the on the when you are on the way to obey. As you are obeying, you will now understand why he told you to do what he told you. Sometimes God, many things you have done in God and with God has accumulated. And heaven is seeking a means to bring reward to you. Sacrifices you have made. So what he does is that he begins to teach you alignment and obedience. The day you obey, what will happen on the day of obedience? Somebody, when it happens, somebody will come and say, on that day I was not even praying, I was not even fasting. Who told you, my friend? How did you know? How did you come to that conclusion? People don't understand spiritual things. So. You think God works in time. He is not bound by time. He is you that think you prayed before. As far as God is concerned, all the things you are doing is in the now. That is why for you to function in God, God reality, God realm, you must have to know faith. Because that is when you will now walk in the now of God. God works in eternity. So the thing you said is past is not past for him. The thing you said is future is not future for him. Future, past, present is now. The day you begin to obey, then you begin to hear the voice. The voices that should have come as a result of your sacrifice. Eh? And the day you had God clearly last is the day you obeyed last. Are you with me? There are three scriptures I need to touch. There are three scriptures. Can we reach the Holy Ghost? For David not is not ascended into the heavens, but he saith himself, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou on my right hand. There are, there are three people. David said. Now you need to know that he called two lords. Are you with me? There are two lords. The Lord said to my Lord. So the key difference is the personalization. The question now is, who is my Lord? Are you with me? So, meanwhile, I don't have that time. If we go there, we will not come out. Now, this is David that said it. Where did he say it? We have to go to the source code. Because for me to, I will read the two verses. But for me to interpret it, we need to go to where... They borrowed this experience because whatever was happening in the day of Pentecost has already been prophesied. As I told you, he took the ministry of an interpreter on that day of Pentecost to bring the perspective of God as far as that matter is concerned to the people that were present that day. There are many things who said that this is what this thing is, but the interpreter came and said, This one we are seeing now. No, there is a David, and he says something, and he said. The Lord said to my Lord, Sit down on my right hand, verse 35, until I make thy, thy foes. What? Thy foes too. And I said, Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God had made that same Jesus. In case, are you with me? In case you don't know who is the Lord and my Lord, God has made Jesus. The Lord said to my Lord eh? the Lord has made Jesus God has made Jesus both the Lord and what? the Christ hey. 
this is deep. What does it mean? He is trying to tell them why it was possible for the Holy Ghost to be poured on the day of Pentecost. Are you with me? They saw something happen. He is trying to tell them why this Holy Spirit you see poured is because something happened. Are you with me? If you are with me, say Amen. The reason why the Spirit was poured forth was because a ceremony took place in heaven. And that ceremony was that the Lord said to my Lord, Sit down at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. Now, he now said that no most assuredly that as a result of that decree, holy decree that was made in heaven, eh, that Jesus, my Lord, is now both the Lord. He's not just my Lord, he's what? And now you need to know that it is on that that it is possible that the Holy Ghost will be shed forth. Are you with me? That event that took place that triggered and activated the outpouring on the day of Pentecost was a coronation ceremony that took place in the heavens. Are you with me? Didn't you read that place? It's a coronation ceremony now. Somebody was taken and was made the Lord and Christ. So it took that coronation for the Holy Ghost to comfort. Are you with me? So it is a throne a particular throne in heaven makes for the possibility of the Holy Spirit being poured forth. And until a man sufficient in rank and stature sits on that throne, then there is no... The, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit is not in view. Meanwhile, the reality and the prophecy is already there. But until a man sits, then the outpouring is not in view. A time came on the reason and on the basis of the price that Jesus has paid. The scripture was telling us in the book of Revelation chapter 5. He said that, that a, a book that was written on the back and the front was open and there were seals upon it. And the one that sat upon the throne said, who is worthy? The key word there is what? Worthy. It is not a gift. There are many things, in fact, there are many, many things that are gifts in the kingdom. Especially in Christ. Eh? But there are much more things that are not gifts. They are rewards. These things come so that God, you, God will be just to accord you that rank in the kingdom. See, this is a seat. A throne that you sit in the kingdom is as a result of reward that you got from consistent and cumulative obedience. Are you with me? Then God will decide that you have now, by what you did, you are now worthy to sit upon that throne. And when a man sits upon a throne, then there are possibilities that are given to us. In the case of Jesus, as Peter was interpreting to us in the book of Acts of the Apostles, he said that the Holy Ghost was shed forth because Jesus sat. And there was a coronation that was given to him. His name after that time, the two offices he entered, is the office of the Lord. And what? Let's go to Hebrews. Let me take you. Let me take you back in a few minutes, so that you Hebrews chapter two, so that you get a fuller perspective. There is a desire in the heart of God. Huh? That is what motivates every other thing he is doing. You see, when a man is called into ministry, according to any assignment, and it's God that called you, huh? there is 
a purpose, a broad purpose that God had in his heart. You know, we are told to discover our purpose and all that. But beyond the discovery of our purpose, there is one that God has. So whatever purpose you say you have, eh, must for you to be valuable in the kingdom, it must find a reference to the purpose that God has. That is why, if you need to be, if you must be correct, for example, I can be in ministry. My purpose, my calling is ministry. Is it not true? Now, for me to be correct in what I'm doing, I have to reference the manual. And in the manual, that is where the purposes of God for the church and for my nation and for this, my generation is being written. Are you with me? So for my own purpose to be correct, it has to be aligned to the ultimate purpose that God has. It is in, in that place that I find value and reference. That is where the reward comes from. Are you with me? Ah, uh, you are not with me. Let's say you become the most powerful music minister. Eh? The whole ministry is valuable in the context of what we are doing, aligning up to what God intends to do in this season. Should I even tell you what it means? It means that there are not many songs you will sing. There is something God wants to achieve in the church and achieve in the society. Your relevance according to God in the kingdom is traced to the fact that even that ministry you are engaging, that is your purpose, has to be filled. The reality backing it has to be the will and the purpose of God for the generation. What is God trying to do in the church? He is bringing revival. Your sons must have the capacity to steer men out of their lethargy and liturgy, their listlessness and lukewarmness, and bring them to a point where they thirst after a God. There is a river that can't run dry. There is a river. In fact, the scripture says that it's not river. It's... <laughs> I don't want to go there. It says it's rivers. Eh? Out of your belly shall flow rivers. It's possible the last river that was sunk in, in many people is the one that was sunk when they got baptized in the Holy Ghost. There are no, ri no new rivers. <laughs> in the book of Acts of the Apostles chapter 2, the scripture said they spoke with new tongues. That word new is kyanos. It means fresh. Say fresh. Hi. Have you drank pan wine before? Mm. I know you have drank pan wine. <laughs> you have drunk pan wine, is it not true? Yes. That fresh wine, when you drink it in the morning, there is a way it does to you. It makes your body. It seems as if your whole, whole system is rejuvenated. Ah, some cells that went on vacation. They, they, they will come back. They will begin to work. Some of you, you have experience. Why are you looking at me like you have experience now? Me, I don't have experience. So, so, so you know this thing more than me. <laughs> I don't have experience. So, that word, Kayanos, can be linked to what happens to a man that woke up and drank fresh palm wine. Eh? Suddenly galvanizes your whole system. The tongues you spoke, it is not just first tongue. There are new tongues. Kayanos. Kayanos. Fresh. When that fresh comes, you will know 
Because according to the scripture in the book of Isaiah, he said that with stammering lips and unknown tongues will I speak unto my people. And this is the rest. Wherewith I will cause them to rest. You will now know the proof of new tongues is the measure of rest in our ministers to your inner man. Are you with me now? There will be large quota of ventilation in your spirit. It will seem as if you are carried to a realm that you have never been before. It's fresh tongues, my friends. Say fresh. Kayanos. <laughs> ah, fresh tongues. I, I think Ben knows this. Fresh tongues. Is what pan wine does to you. Hallelujah. Now, I need to take you to the book of Hebrews. Because of my time. I have 10 minutes or so. Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 4. Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 4. Ah. Let me hold this book. God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders and with diverse miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his will. For unto the angels had he not put in subjection. What? What? <laughs> One of the most strange books in the scripture is the book of Hebrews. Strange book. It had the cap- it galvanized, galvanized all the experiences old and new and even future of the world to come. Whereof we speak, but one in a certain place testifies, saying, What is man? Now, 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 now. When I was younger in the Lord, when I read this, I, I, what I read is what is man, but what I interpret is who is man. Be clear. What is man? I didn't say who is man. You might know who is man, but what is man? It is what is man that makes God visit him. Are you with me? That is the questions that they ask. What is man? If I go there, we will not come out. But God had an intent to express himself in a tangible form. Are you with me? So any when man came on the scene, what we saw is God expressed in a way that can be touched. Huh? When God was creating man, he created man in such a way that man can house him and all of his idealities. So God had an intent, are you with me, to manifest in this realm. But he has never had any vessel. There is no way he can manifest. So you need to know what is man. Man is that conveyor that have the capacity to carry God. And that is why God pays man visit. Because that is, man is the only landing point that God has. If God ever expressed himself in any realm, it was through this vessel. There is no other. He doesn't inhabit angels. He doesn't inhabit any people. So that is why the angels asked, what is what? Man. That God visits him. His target, his purpose, his desire is to inhabit you and fill you to the point that all of you is filled with the fullness of him. The days that you live on earth will be a manifestation of whom he is really. Are you with me? It is at that 
it is for that reason that God made man. And when, when, when Jesus came upon the face of the earth, because the first man was not able to live up to that expectation. Are you with me? Now, and the scripture now said that, that in him well it, the fullness of the Godhead. Where? Where? The key word is body. That's the key word. I know God well. You know, some of you think only about God in your spirit. If you think only about God in your spirit, there are many things you will not be able to do for God. God in your spirit will make you to continue living in sin. God in your spirit only. No. God has to come in the regions of your soul. And walk. And then anger will leave. Pride will leave. That's your soul that is rebellious. God has to come into the regions of your soul. And then begin to crack that outer shell. God in your spirit is not prosperous to you. Eh? The real prosperity is in the prosperity of the soul. So, if it is true that the soul will prosper, then God has to come into the soul. And after some seasons, God in the body. That is the one that we touch. They will look at some people and say, you have been with Jesus. You have, you, you have been with who? What happened? What happened? I went to pay for something. I think last week. And I entered into the lawyer's office. As we are talking, I was quiet. And I'm careful not to say I'm a pastor because there are thieves everywhere now. Hmm. Yes. And they are answering pastors, prophets, and apostles. So we need to know men by character and lifestyle now. Not too many talk. I'm tired. Before they will grade me among them. Before I've even said anything. So when the man was talking, he took, spoke, 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 and looked at me. He said, there is something glowing about it. I said, no, no, I'm normal. It is for me that I robbed. But we will know what is shining. Pastor, I was in Vet Mountain, 2011, December 24th. And there there is an encounter I had. And in that encounter, God told me that there are signs of the end times. And those signs are called the signs of the Messiah. One of them, are you with me? One of them is the sign of the shining face. There are many people... That thing, there are people trying to teach it, but they are not. They didn't have. They have not encountered the, the reality that sponsors their teaching. The face will shine. Moses said, "A prophet like unto me will the Lord send unto you." Huh? And they, whenever Jesus was speaking, the, the Jews will ask him, "Show us a sign." No sign, so he has been doing signs and wonders. The question is, what sign? There is a sign of Moses. The sign of the shining face. Where this body can be torn, and the, the immortal dimensions of you will begin to shine out, and then men will begin to know that you are not small, you are actually a principality in the spirit. The one that was sitting and eating with them was their creator, they never knew because he was clothed with flesh until they went up to that mountain. And the scripture says, as he prayed, the fashion of his countenance was altered. Eh? The glory that shined forth from that place made the sun to become dark. You don't know what you are carrying in your own spirit. You don't know. You, you need to shine. When you put that glory that is inside under pressure, it will come outside. And then when it comes outside, people will begin to testify of the things they see about you. It's beyond those signs. It's about the character. That thing impacts on you a certain level of gentleness, a certain level of meekness that, that is not learned by books. Some people tell you, be quiet, be quiet. Like my brother, that they taught you, be quiet. Allow the praying that reality into your spirit because there are days you will come 
There will be no teaching that day. Mm. The Lord give you understanding. There will be no teaching. And you will need to be guided by a reality that is already functioning inside. Eh? If they put you under pressure, what will come out is humility, not pride. If they put you under pressure, what will come out is meekness, gentleness, not anger. Eh? If they put you under pressure, what will come out is goodness, not bitterness. Are you with me? If they put you under pressure, put you under pressure, you will still forgive. Because that is the only capacity you have. In the next few minutes, the Holy Ghost will touch down in this place. <laughs> Since yesterday, there is a crown that He gave me on my head. I know you don't know. I'm not here to interpret those things for you. There is a crown. There are certain things that make people speak the way they speak. Oh, oh no, you can't talk like this if you have not touched some things. You will die now, like a fowl. I tried it those days. I listened to some men of God and then I talked. And then Satan will smite me. Two weeks sickness. Try it. Try it. Try it. Some boys tried it. After listening to my message, they will now go to their campus and say, I find all the spirit here. And then the cause that they read were, they now got F. You read it very well. You now got F. You. <laughs> that is not my business today. I would have interpreted to you that when a man operates beyond his pay grade in the spirit, it is called trespass. And when you trespass, there is a consequence. <laughs> Let me leave it. So, but one in a certain place testifies, What is man that thou art mindful of him? Or the son of man that thou visitest him? Thou madest him a little lower than the angels. Thou crownest him with glory and honor. And this set him over the works of thy hands. Verse 8 is where I'm going to. Thou hast put all things in subjection under him, under his feet. For in that he put all things, that he put all in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him. If your Bible is your own, underline the last phrase. But now we see not yet all things. What? Is a challenge, Pastor. Is a challenge. All things has been put under subjection to him. Have you not read the scripture? The scripture said, I give you that we can go to the scripture. It is literal death. Come, 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 come. Now, you need to check the scriptures and find out many things that there is. Jesus addressed <laughs> uh, because Jesus, the Holy Spirit operates from the context of eternity. So, when they address you in the scripture, they address you from your eternal reality. So, they, are, they say, you are righteous and it is true. But we now found out in the day-to-day life that that thing is not being lived. They say, you are holy and it's true. As far as that, because what was given to you was an eternal life. And he has imparted to you those eternal perspectives. Meanwhile, we still walk this realm. And as long as we walk this realm, that thing that is there, somehow, has to be translated here. 
so that it will have the impact. The intent of God is not to stay in the eternal realm. Are you with me? If God intended just to stay in the eternal realm, He doesn't need you. He doesn't need to manifest. He doesn't need to be incarnate. Are you with me? He, he just needs to stay there. But He needs to come into here. And the power that you have in this place eh, is dependent on how much that which is there has now been translated here. And you need to know the protocols, the pattern, the process that makes things to be transferred here successfully. It is needful. So, God said, I give to you all power. Do you have all power? Because I can, there is a cripple. I was sometimes look through this window and we see a need that even you, as, fini, as you have finished crying, you can't solve it. You cry, but it's not solved. Has it not happened to you? Some of you in your family, you are saying, Oh God, when will you change what is happening in my family? Why? If you have the power, why do you need to pray? That is how God intended you to function. When they come to Jesus, when they come to Jesus, He doesn't pray about matters. He solves them. He doesn't have time. He prays to commune with the Father. When issues come, He does what? He solves them. When they came and they told him this demonized person, he said, he said, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. You notice, he didn't go to prayer and fast. He was casted. Why? He has been praying and fasting as a means of communion with his father. It so happened that he encountered a demonized person and used it to clean mouth in your own. Meanwhile, <laughs> his disciples have been trying to cast him. If it's my church, my, where I grew up from, I'm not saying this thing. See, I have learned how to honor and love the body of Christ. It's by force. Me, I didn't understand before. But I have now found out the scope of my ministry and I knew that I won't be prosperous in it until I develop that compassion and love. Are you with me now? So, but that church, that one, I will not call his name. They will see it and be saying, when he goes, fire, 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 fire. And the person will be doing like this. Until the, the swallow you ate in the morning will go. Sometimes we take break oh, and come back. Ah, who be wasted? How did Satan become this powerful self? Since when? When I started working in what we are talking about, when I come to a meeting, I, I will say, The Holy Ghost told me that there are two people here that are sent from the kingdom of darkness to obstruct what we are doing today. And if it is true that God spoke by me, then the hand of God. We find them out. Holy Ghost, help me and find them. Boom. It was a choir member and she has been speaking in tongues. Not this choir. It was a choir member. <laughs> a tongue talker is no small position, no. Mommy, there is no need to keep your face. That is reality. <laughs> It is not small position. There are levels of demonic influence. They are the ones at higher level. Such that... Have you seen some mad people in some, some junctions? They are not just mad. That the spirit inhabiting them is the one controlling that territory. Yes. So for you to be able to bring any lasting impact there, you have to deliver that man. Let me leave that, I can show you from the scripture. The Gadarian. Jesus needed to enter the Decapolis. But there is a man standing at the gate of the Decapolis. You can't enter. He's a Gadarian. 
when Jesus got him delivered, he was the one that went and told the whole ten cities that he's coming. By the time Jesus came, all the cities sat down. A whole city would have sat down under a minister, but they never sat down because a principality has held it bound. I, I don't want to go there. That's my area of specialty. So, but I don't want to go there. So the scripture said that even though the reality of what happened when Jesus rose from the dead eh, and achieved all that he achieved was that there was a decree that all things be put subject under him. But we have noticed that even Jesus, all things have not been put subject under him. Doesn't he give you bother? I know he doesn't give you. This is what gives me sleepless nights. Somebody that died for me, paid for me. When I didn't know, the scripture was speaking in the book of Romans chapter 10. Z 10, 12. He said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, eh, to present your bodies as living sacrifice. That is a testimony that happens between husband and wife. Pastor, when your husband paid for your bride price and everything, that is what he can pay for. What he can pay for is your love. It's not part of the thing that we are paid for. Is it? That is what happens when Jesus bought us. Eh? He paid for everything, but our love is not part of it. So, Paul was teaching. He said, I beseech you. Are you with me? Now, he said, which is your reasonable service? So, he is assuming that a man that has considered what Jesus went through, to buy him, we, we be rational. We be, are you with me? We be reasonable. And reasonability is found in this fact. That a man will now present himself. So a man that has not presented himself is irreasonable. This is what bothers me. The price that Jesus paid, and when he finished, the father gave the, the son a promise. Eh? And said, I will give you all rulership, and everything will be summed up under you. But day to day, we see Satan Marudin parading himself as if his power has not been taken over from him. I am burden. This is what burdens me day to day. I knew that this is why Jesus conscripted me into the kingdom. Are you with me? So that the days that the Lord seek will come. Because he, he saw me. Are you with me? In the book of Isaiah chapter 53. said that when, the, when, when he suffered, eh, he was cut off. He now declared. They asked a question. He said, who will declare his generation? Have you read that place? Have you read it? He said, who will declare his generation? It was later that we found out that by the reason of his suffering and death, eh, a new generation will be raised. So we became the generation that was declared unto a man that his seed was cut out. So if it is true that the seed, that righteous seed will continue, then men like us have to be conscripted and brought in into that place. That is why it is called adoption. Adoption. Then we are brought into it and given all the things, the heritages that accrues to anybody that is a son in that kingdom. It is the son that decided according to the flesh that his lineage, his seed will be cut off because he saw you. He saw you. He decided that instead of him propagating his generation, that you will be an extension of that his generation. What will a son do to, do to the father that conscripted him? What do you owe that man that decided that he will diminish, that they will no more talk about him? Let them talk about you. 
he believes that when they speak about you in the speaking that is about you they have spoken about him you have become the living epistle the testimony to the fact that jesus still works this generation that is why he said you will be witnesses Psalm chapter 110 I will release my body and then we will begin to pray Hallelujah 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 Hallelujah. 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 The angels of God have started coming. Give me volume. Have you read your scripture? The scripture spoke about he that is in you. But that is not all that the scripture spoke about. He said that there are they that are with us. Huh? There is a he that is in you. There are they that are with us. Sometimes the day that are with us, they will arrive. <laughs> ah, Jesus. Verse 1 said, Psalms chapter 110. The Lord said unto my Lord. Now you will realize that the scripture we read is just, um, how will I say it now? Somebody telling a story. The Lord said to my Lord. Lord. This is the source code in scripture. You know, some people came and, and, and said that this one is Old Testament, this one is New Testament, and this one they reject this one and accept this one. See, if you can't find Christ, I know we know the summary of the whole scripture is the Christ and his kingdom. But that you didn't find Christ in uh, first king doesn't mean Christ is not there. We accept that you can't find it, but don't say another person can't find Christ there. Yes. We accept that you cannot find. But to say another person can't find is pride. Because look at this one now. What is being spoken about here now? It was David that told, uh, Peter that told us, this one is Christ. How can you now categorize all that things and say that? No. God being to grant you goggles, new goggles and lenses. So that you'll be able to see. You know, some people they have what's short sightedness, hypermetropia, myopia. They need to do surgery in your eyes so that you will now see. There are things in the scripture, there are depths that can be searched out. The more you search, the more you are sucked into it. And God has to open your eyes 
such that you will now see that some of the things you are praying for is already an answer thing in the scripture. Just that your eyes has not been opened to it. Follow me. The Lord said to my Lord, sit down at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. He now said, the Lord shall send forth the rod of thy strength out of Zion. The Lord shall stretch forth the rod of thy strength out of Zion. Do you see where we read in the book of Acts? The scripture was speaking there. And it was a season when the Holy Ghost was poured out. Are you with me? Do you follow this lecture? The Holy Ghost was poured out. And the interpreter that was there was beginning to call our attention to the fact that whatsoever is happening there on the door of Pentecost was what is written here in the book of uh, Psalms chapter 110. And when he was interpreting it there, he said that that outpouring was the Holy Ghost. We read it here. The scripture said that thou shalt stretch forth the rod of thy strength out of where? Zion. So according to the book of Acts chapter 2, what, of, what is the rod of God's strength? The Holy Ghost. So are you with me? Are you with me? Are you with me? So remember, the, the topic today is the mandate of the Holy Ghost. The question now is what is the mandate of the Holy Ghost? Because he said, the Lord said to my Lord, sit down at my right hand until I make thy enemies thy footstool. That was what we saw in the book of Hebrews. And meanwhile, when we saw it in the book of Hebrews, we now realize that even though that was a statement of fact in the spirit, yet, according to the scripture, we have not seen the experience. So what is the challenge? He now told us in the book of Psalms that when the holy decree was made, the Lord sit at my right hand until I make thy enemies thy footstool. The scripture accompanied it with another testimony. said, I will stretch forth the rod of my strength out of Zion. The next phrase eh, is the mandate of the Holy Ghost. He now said what? Rule down. Rule down in the midst of thy enemies. Ruda. Turn to your neighbor and say Ruda. You see, Satan has Satan has behaved as if he has anything. I'm angry with him. There are people bound by reckless addictions. These people are prophets that God has ordained. Yet immorality will not leave them. Meanwhile, according to the scripture, eh, these are part of the things that should be under your feet. But we have not yet seen it now. You are quoting Bible. We have not yet seen it under your feet. Do you know why? You have not known the Holy Ghost enough. Because if you know him, he, he came with a mandate. What's that mandate? Ruta in the midst of your enemies. Now, it is the presence of the enemies that even demanded the need for that rod to come forth from Zion. Are you with me? It is when, when there are many adversaries, when you say, ah, the challenge is too much, that's why we need even the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost came because the challenge is much. Because if the challenge is what you can conquer by your own strength, by your own wit and wisdom, then there might not be need for the Holy Ghost. But because there is so much happening, Satan has held our generation, that he has set us in the grip of his hands. But there is a mandate that the Holy Ghost came with. And he came this morning with that same mandate. Rule down. I need people um, in this place that even if it's your, in your campus, even if it's in your family, even if it's where you are working, you will carry the Holy Ghost 
in such a dimension that you are the one ruling. Because there is only one way that the rulership that was ordained for the son can find expression in our realm. We have become the extension of his seed. So when he saw us, he rejoiced. And then the mandate that was upon the Holy Ghost to establish the rulership of the son has fallen upon the church. And then we are now with that mandate. He said what? Ruler. The places that you have not found the rulership of the Holy Ghost in your life and in your sphere is the places that you have not known the Holy Ghost enough. When you know Him enough, He carries the mandate. The Holy Ghost will never stop working with the man and in the man that has decided to yield to Him until dominion, the story of dominion is told. The story of rulership is told until then. The Holy Ghost will not stop. We begin to yield to Him, call upon Him, surrender to Him, open our hearts, because we know if we yield to Him long enough, the addiction will fall off, the sickness will fall off, the challenges will be torn, disappointment will be torn. God will bring us to high places in Him. He will enthrone the church again, and a season we come, we will no more be called the non-essentials. Men will seek us out. The mandate of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost comes with the mandate in your life. And he's here to bring everything into subjection. He's here to enthrone you. There is a throne that is in the heavens. That is where the Holy Ghost intends to put you on. You will see it today. I tell her so. You see, Pastor, it seems as if I'm full of mind. You reign forever. Your name is ever great. You are the wisdom before Simba's time began. You reign forever. Your name is ever great. that was in heaven where the Christ sat has been brought in an ambassadorial capacity into your heart are you with me there is an ambassadorial capacity of the throne of the Christ that is in the heaven in the heart of the believer so even though the Christ is sitting in the heavens he is also sitting in the heart of the believer so he said from that place I'm sitting from your heart I will stretch forth the Lord of my strength You need to cry in the next five minutes and tell God, stretch forth your hands and never stop until the enemies are subject, until the enemies submit. In ministry, let them submit. In finances, let them submit. Ta 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 